I think it has a way of pulling people in that maybe a normal book or even a normal TV series wouldn't do. To the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lions of Liberty podcast, where we strive to advance the ideas of liberty. And this is episode number 81. Before we get into today's show, I want to take a second to let you know about Health Excellence Select, an amazing alternative to Obamacare, which utilizes health sharing to cover your medical costs. For more information, head over to lionsofliberty.com slash health. That's Health Excellence Select. Now, I know last week after my Lou Rockwell interview, I did mention that this week we were going to bring you the podcast version of Brian McWilliams' great column, Rand Paul Lusses and Minuses, where he goes and evaluates the week in Rand Paul every single week, every single Monday over at lionsofliberty.com. And we are still going to do that show, but we're going to push it back just a little bit. We'll probably revisit that one sometime next month. But of course, I've got another great guest with me today. He is the founder and creator of Voluntarist Comics, Jamie Sherman, welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great, Jamie, and thanks for coming on the show today. You know, I've uh, it's a little confession. I'm not sure if I've ever actually mentioned this on the show before, but I've been a comic book, quote-unquote, nerd, a comic book nerd since I was a kid. So when I found out about this project you're doing, I was really interested in it. So, uh, But, you know, before we talk about that, I want to learn a little bit more about you. So why don't you just tell us which came first, the chicken or the egg here? How did you first get interested in libertarian ideas and in the comic book medium overall? Sure, yeah. The uh, libertarian ideas part, <laughs> that came first. I was actually uh, about 20 years old, and I was studying history in uh, college, and we were studying some of the eugenics movement, and that made me realize I didn't know as much about American history as I once thought. Upon doing a reinvestigation of those things, especially starting with you know what we were talking about with Buck v. Bell, the case of forcible sterilization, I started to realize that there were a lot of darker elements to American history and, of course, governments worldwide. And this kind of made me realize that governments are not really acting truly in the best interest of people, that no matter what, they always seem to hurt more than they help in the long term if you look at what happens with the amount of deaths and mistakes. And so I started to look into the philosophy side after and kind of came to a conclusion that increasing consent, maximizing that is the ability for people to choose while minimizing the initiation of violence was really the best way for people to live to increase peace and prosperity. And so that's what kind of led me to voluntarism after several years of doing research. So you got interested in libertarian ideas before. Was that before you ever even had an interest in comic books at all? No, I, I've always been involved at some level with you know superhero things or comic things because since I was a kid I've enjoyed them. First and foremost, I was a Godzilla fan growing up. So you know, as far as creatures and fantasy is concerned, Godzilla was the thing for me. But I always loved DC comics a lot and some of uh, Dark Horse as well and Star Wars and I dress up for movies. And my older brother was a James Bond fan growing up who you know ran huge conventions so there was always some sort of sci-fi fantasy you know this kind of like fiction lore bent that i've had so you know to me that was just a part of of my life i loved going to see the movies i loved reading different comics about it i loved dressing up having fun with those things uh, as a kid and a young adult 
And so it naturally tied in with my interests when I finally was like, hmm, I wonder, wonder what the intersection of these things would be. What do you think it is about the comic book medium that really, or the graphic novel medium, I kind of like that term better than comic book, just because, you know, so many people hear comic book and they think, oh, comic, it's for kids, it's whatever, but what do you think it is about this graphic novel medium that, uh, you know, is so captivating to people, because a lot of people see it as a nerdy thing, but at the same time, I know a lot of people that read them, so, I mean, it's definitely something that has a broad appeal, and I think it has a way of pulling people in that maybe a normal book or even a normal TV series wouldn't do, so why do you think that is? My two cents as an art school dropout is that probably there is this blend between, I guess you could say, movies and reading the written word where the graphic novel is this own art form and each cell is kind of like a piece that one stares at and allows you know one to drift off into the distance and imagine a whole new reality. And I think that the graphic novel allows for the power of words to be captivating in the way that they frame the text and the language of the characters. So you get that kind of, uh, of level of intensity that you can have where you can develop a plot with the words, but it also allows you to focus on intense moments with beautiful artwork instead of things constantly passing you by. It allows you to get absorbed in that. And I think that can be very attractive for people, especially those who are really engaged by a deep storyline, but also want kind of a visual element to push their imaginations off from. You know, I think it's kind of that in-between stage of, you know, being just the written word and being a full-fledged movie that allows people to wish there was more to it visually that, you know, they could imagine with. And so I think that it just it just captures people in that way. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's kind of the, the perfect blend because I like to read books and I like to watch movies, but comic books combines what I like about each. It, you know, a book, I can I can read it, I can use my imagination, I can also put it down, come back to it later. But then again, you know, with the comic book, adding that medium in there, I actually have that visual element that I love for movies as well. So it really really does combine everything. It's, it's just really a great medium, one that many people might cast aside, never having really gotten that into it. But, you know, everybody thinks that comic books are just about superheroes, and, and they many of them are, just as yours is as well. But uh, there are, the, the medium itself is, is a much broader broader uh, avenue and uh, I think it's definitely something that uh, all people should consider uh, looking into if they've maybe let their previous biases that comic books are for kids and that kind of thing uh, you know keep them away from it thus far so Jamie why don't you tell us a little more how your process kind of started here how did you first get inspired to take it to the next level combine your interest in voluntarism and in this kind of philosophical journey you're going on with you know actually getting up and turning this into your own comic book when I first was thinking about what I liked about comics as superheroes and liberty, I was thinking, hmm, how do I combine this in real life? And so I kind of created these characters that you know would go out in the street by wearing spandex Sentai costumes and waking people up to liberty. You know, just kind of standing out the street corner with signs like taxation is theft and so on and so forth. Just a little bit of activism that I thought was funny that got people's attention back, you know, 2009 ish, 2010. And then after a while, I realized. Maybe this could be something more than just you know a little bit of street activism having fun. What if this could be turned into something that was uh, you know a communication medium that people could read or enjoy and digest like many of the superhero movies that had been coming out? And so I started to put together some ideas when I was studying for my bar exam just after law school, and I realized that mm, you know the, the process to reach a movie is is pretty complex and pretty expensive, and so. I started to think about it from another bent. I said, well, if I couldn't do a video reasonably, you know, affordably, 
what could I do affordably that's also quality? And comics just stood out as that balance, again, that balance between just the written word and and film. And so I started to shorten it, change it for comic book style writing, and then I went and I just fundraised and to create a campaign and ran with it. I want to dive into the philosophy just a little bit more. I'm curious why you chose the term voluntarist as opposed to, say, anarchist or libertarian. What, what is it about that term that you most identify with that you wanted to convey in this, in, with this work? I think that voluntarist, when I was looking into what types of terms I would use, I think that embodies a wide range of values and beliefs as far as you know, people could fall into identify with without feeling turned off right off the bat. I think people have a lot of connotations that come in when you use the word anarchism or anarchist, capitalism or capitalist. If you think about libertarian, libertarianism, again, all these words that you know are more common uh, tend to have some concept that people have heard about before, even if they've never had anything to do with it. It's It's been out in the public sphere a bit here and there. But voluntarism is something that as much as it's been established for a while in terms of political thought, it's something that hasn't really reached out in the public sphere like the other words have. And it also holds down the core principles of minimizing initiation of violence or maximizing consent. And to me, that was the perfect blend of embodying what I wanted to have with a series was this core foundational principle that allowed for a robust discussion of many different types of issues. And given that that had never really been used before, I thought that this would be a, a way to premiere it without having any sort of background connotation or, or you know pretext to it. Uh, you can really introduce this, I think, to a general audience, just the name, and you probably wouldn't get as much of a gut reaction, you know, some sort of visceral reaction, good or bad, based on the language. And so to me, it was an opportunity to introduce liberty, but without having things come loaded with some connotation. I think you hit it there, and I don't really label myself too much when it comes to political beliefs for that very reason you said there, because if you say anarchist or even libertarian, people have all this preconceived notions about what that means, whereas, like you said, voluntarist, it's a term I only heard when I really started digging into this stuff very deeply. It's not one that's out there. You don't see Fox News, you know, lambasting all the voluntarists in the world right. or anything like that, so it's kind of a fresh term, and what I like about it, I mean, it's the one term where people say, if someone asks me, like, are you a voluntarist? I'm like, well, I might not use that term term all the time, but if you talk about that principle of voluntary arrangements, uh, you know, voluntary organizations, you know, th that's one a principle that I'm fully in favor of. So, you know, I think it's the one term that actually does convey a real principle just within the word itself. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you took that tact because just, I think if you call it anarchist comics or something, or even liberty comics, I mean, stuff like that comes with sort of a, a, a political connotation. You know, even the word liberty for me, so many people, when they come to our website, Lions of Liberty, that have never been there before, you know, they might think it's just this uh, right wing Republican site just because of that word. Right. So every single word we use has some kind of connotation. And, and I think Volunteers is one that uh, it's pretty fresh still, so you can kind of have a clean slate with it. Exactly, that's that's what I thought, and I think that's uh, you know continued to be true even as more people learn about liberty. It still is something that kind of resonates across the board, and uh, people aren't as afraid to use it because people outside of the liberty community are not really even sure what that means until you get the chance to explain it. Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the comic itself? What is the basic plot of the Voluntarist? Sure. So the basic plot revolves around the main character, Jack Lloyd. And Jack Lloyd in the story, how it originates is that he is a recent college grad who graduated with an engineering degree 
and he was uh, looking to help out at home because his father was getting surgery before possibly picking up some work opportunities. And the character is shown as having some libertarian tendencies, especially as to his parents, because his parents are organic farmers and they have a lot of trouble with the government always trying to shut them down or use eminent domain to get their property. And so there's a lot of this uh, libertarian undertones that kind of seeps in through his family. And the main issue that comes up is there is this cosmic event where this black hole radiation is sent out from space and reeled toward Earth. That causes certain changes in both humans and creatures leading to certain kinds of powers. And the thing is the government at the time was planning on having a type of false flag event. They were trying to institute new levels of martial law. Uh, but this black hole radiation event kind of changes the way they're going to do that because now it puts a wrench in their plans as they're about to launch it. And so it comes together that those who are in favor of liberty, who gain these powers – work together and begin to rise up against the government's totalitarian rule as the government attempts to try to really push for a total enslavement um, beyond what has ever been done before. And so the action and the events revolving around the radiation and the government intertwine. You know, there are certain types of uh, you know, people that need to be helped even you know, outside of the government's own harms. And so there are a lot of different angles that have to be worked through. And, and through the story, eventually, you know, the main character has to rescue his parents as well. But that's kind of the main idea of you know, what's going on in the background of a Voluntarist the comic series. And how much of yourself, how much of Jamie Sherman is there in the, in the Jack Lloyd character? I imagine a lot of it has to come from your own background, your own, your own history, your own ideas. As far as the individual character goes... I didn't pull too much from my own personal self in terms of like, oh, you know, like me or on my own life. Um, but I did take little bits of things I've experienced and seen and motifs as far as the state's concerned, as far as the liberty movement's concerned, and tried to infuse that as best as I could in many characters that are within the universe. And uh, there are many, as much as, you know, the comics have only been out for few short years and you know we have only so much as far as uh, development in terms of comic form i mean the backstory that's been written you know in an outline form is online it's extensive but I did my best to try to really touch on a lot of the common issues that we see within the liberty movement you know for example one of the main characters voluntaria she is a ex-dea agent you know and she had left the DEA, uh, you know, after issues that arise, you know, going after people who were using cannabis to treat cancer, where they were, you know, attacking people in the middle of the night, especially families and causing great harm for, you know, for nothing. And she, you know, realizing that this is just not right, you're hurting peaceful people. So those kinds of things do get infused within the characters and, and within the storyline. Very cool. So through these characters, you can kind of show how people's own views sort of develop over time. I mean, your story about Voluntaria there kind of reminds me of a, a recent interview I did with this guy named Rayford Davis. He was an ex-police officer, and um, over time, as a police officer on drug assignments, he would realize that a lot of the stuff these guys were doing, kind of stopping people, shaking them down for drugs and that kind of thing, it's seeing that and seeing how he was actually, you know, the one acting like a, a thug in the in this case, and uh, by kind of shaking people down who were, who were in no way harming anybody else, that is what changed his views over time. So it sounds like that's the kind of characters you're portraying as well. People, you can actually see their their evolution of their views and that sort of thing. 
Exactly. And that's exactly how I hope Voluntarist develops over time is that it presents a lot of these stories in a less confrontational way because it's coming through an entertaining medium as opposed to, oh, you know, here's the principles of liberty. You know, you need to check up on your philosophy by telling stories, by giving examples and by tying that in a bit to what is the real world. It helps people open up to these things and start to see, oh, wow, you know, this is just a story, but this actually does mirror what's going on in the real world. And hopefully by seeing the parallels, it starts to make people you know, question why it is that that parallels the real world and what are the underlying principles behind it. Jamie, can you tell us a little bit about your process? You know, I, I've thought now and again that I, I kind of wanted to take some of my philosophical ideas and kind of enter into that comic medium. It's definitely crossed my mind. I was super into it as a kid. I actually wrote a comic book as a kid and connected with an artist that drew up a few pages for me, and, and it kind of went by the wayside as I went into adulthood and, and all that jazz. But, um, you know, as my liberty activism has gotten, you know, has, has increased, so has this idea kind of reinvigorated. And th- then I found the Voluntarist comic. That's how kind of how I found it, was Googling to see if anybody else out there was doing something like this, and it turns out they are. So uh, would you, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you actually got this thing going? I, I know you're the, the writer and, and everything like that, but you don't do the art. So how did you go hooking up with an artist? And, and just what what, kind of, what advice can you portray to people that might have this kind of idea too, where they might want to start up a comic and, and convey their own ideas? Sure, yeah. I'll say it is very difficult to masterfully do. I will admit that I'm in a very privileged position to be able to do this, largely because I was in art school for a year and a half. I, over the years, have um, had quite a bit of mastery with Photoshop and other types of software with the Adobe Suite, which you know I still use and I'm able to do graphic design with. I have a degree in public relations. I have a law degree. Um, I have experience working in print publishing and have been published in other things before. And so because of that, I have a pretty good understanding about how to communicate and manage a team with dealing with artwork. And again, it's, it's still not necessarily easy. It's, it's still something that takes a lot of work and back and forth and tweaks. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll be messing around with colors or I might mess around with text. Um, I'm usually doing the initial layout for the comic, but Typically for a comic process, you're, you know, in most comics that are being uh, published, you're going to be having someone at each stage. There's usually someone who independently does the pencils, who does the inks, who might do color flats, who then might do color modifications for final colors, someone who's doing the lettering, um, and so on and so forth. There are some artists who can do it all at the door, but it's really rare that you have someone that does it all on their own. And certainly in most major publishings, you usually have teams of artists who are doing different stages. And so I work with several artists and have worked with several artists over the years who I'm very grateful to um, in order to make this happen. And you know, it's included even me doing designs and tweaking things, doing little drawings, doing different types of uh, storyboarding to make it happen. But it definitely does take a lot of patience and a lot of time to come to a finished product because there are a lot of chains of specialization in print comics, even though it doesn't seem like, oh, yeah, that, what's the big deal? You know, it's, slap down a piece of paper, scan it in, you know, draw over it. Yeah, you, you, you know, just draw just it up and you print it out. It's really simple, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it'd be nice if it was that simple. Um, <laughs> and then there's also, you know, the managing website, graphics, communications, 
Um, everything else that has to go on with the designs. And, you know, even right now, I'm working with somebody out of the Netherlands. Uh, we're designing 3D printed characters. So we're oh, finishing cool. up the Voluntaria character for 3D printing out of Shapeways. And I've already 3D printed Voluntarius figure. So, I mean, this hasn't just been limited to comics. I've worked with people who are doing sculpture. One sculpture is coming out right now. You know, you name it, you know, stickers, all sorts of different types of products and imagery. You know, there's along the way, there's been maybe 15 different artists who have worked on this project in addition to me. And are there any other comics out there like this that specifically, I mean, I know there are a lot of comics that have kind of underlying themes, but you're pretty much putting the theme right out there. Are there any other comics that kind of take that, that bold stance or are you, are you really kind of one of a kind? Um, the closest I would say, and I'm aware of most, all the ones I, I think, I, I think I know them all. Um, the major ones out there that come close are Paranoid American with time samplers. Um, they're more focused on the conspiracy side. So if you're into that kind of stuff, it's great, but it also deals with libertarianism as well. They have fantastic artists. Their content is great. Let's see. Uh, Pasha Roberts did Silver Circle. Though the graphic novel, though, is actually decent. So, you know, they have a graphic novel out for the Silver Circle Origins, although I don't know that he's continuing it based on conversations with him. There's also Xander Mars, who doesn't keep it, you know, like a, a traditional comic series, but he's written great voluntarist graphic novel describing the principles. And, uh, you know, again, Alexander Mars or Xander Mars, you can find him on Amazon. There aren't like too many series that you can imagine out there. I mean, there's there's animated things, you know, for example, The Cronies was a little series done online. Have you seen those guys? I think I do recall seeing that kind of in passing. Right. There's a Cronies animation, you know, it's it's meant to just talk about cronyism or at least it hasn't gone fully in that direction yet of like being a true comic kind of series, but they do have fantastic comic art and that's by the, you know, the emergent order people. So, you know, they did a start there. I don't know if they're going to continue it, but again, it's in that comic realm. Um, and then the American Dream film is an animated video. Again, it's not like a series, but, you know, if we're talking about artwork, high quality, and the message on the face, that would definitely be something to see the American Dream film for free online. Very cool. Well, it's great to hear that there's just so many people that are actually using this medium and similar mediums, animation, that kind of thing, to convey these ideas, because I think that's kind of what we have to do to convey ideas to other people. We can't just be publishing, you know, libertarian manifestos about how things should be in the world. We have to find interesting ways to communicate to people as well because you know, maybe nerdy guys like me will, will happily pick up, a, you know, a 500-page tome about libertarian philosophy, but not everybody's going to do that. And you never know how you're going to kind of latch on to someone, whether it's through a movie, whether it's through an article, a podcast, or a comic book. So I think it's, it's really important that there's just so many different kinds of people doing things in the ways that interest them because surely the ways that interest them is how they're going to find other people that have you know similar interests and make similar connections so uh, it's really great what kind of response have you received about this comic have you been to other comic conventions or anything like that or have you talked to people within the libertarian movement what kind of feedback have you been getting overall fantastic feedback as far as the content goes um you know over a thousand likes on our major facebook page thousands of shares you know tens of thousands of visitors to the website you know, the main thing that I would really like to get to next would be to actually take it to some cons and table. My hope, and I, you know, still crossing my fingers here, is we get a good finish on this next comic um, that we're finished up on a campaign for, and uh, that's the Voluntarius versus the TSA. If I can have that 
tidied up, ready to go with some uh, 3D figures, I'd like to go and sit out at some local conventions and start to get out in the general public with it. You know, I want enough content to sit on a table to look, you know, together and good. Like, you know, oh, there's actually something here uh, and, and we're about to be there. So, you know, that would be fantastic because then, of course, it gets the message of liberty out there, gets to get some more networking connections and really test it out in the public. See, how do they respond when they see this name and the information? They discuss it a bit more. Um, and then my, you know, my grand scheme and goal, you know, the, the million dollar money shot would be that, <laughs> that opportunity to actually turn this into an animated, uh, video series or an animated film, you know, movie that would be, you know, the pinnacle of, of the series. But in the meantime, just trying to get this, uh, these couple next comic campaigns finished up and eventually the main uh, story in a graphic novel format. Now, Jamie, I've got just a couple more questions, but first, I want to take a minute to tell everyone a little bit more about our sponsor, Health Excellence Select. Now, until last year, I was just like you guys. I saw my health insurance cost double and my deductibles skyrocket thanks to the Obamacare health insurance mandates. Determined not to participate in this corporatist scheme, I sought an alternative and found out about health sharing, a fantastic concept in which your monthly fees go directly to pay the medical bills of others, not into the pockets of some crony capitalist fat cat. Health Excellence Select combines health sharing with a patient care personal assistant, 24-7 phone access to board-certified physicians, and discounts on dental, vision, and other benefits. The best part is that for most people, plans with Health Excellence Select are much more affordable than Obamacare insurance, and it meets the legal mandate, so you will not be fined for using it in lieu of insurance. For more information, head on over to lionsofliberty.com health. Jamie, I know you just finished up one Indiegogo campaign. Do you have any others you know, planned in the future? I mean, do, do you finance each edition through a campaign, or how does that all work for you? Yep, every comic has been through an Indiegogo campaign, and it's getting tougher, um, largely because, <laughs> thanks to Facebook's uh, metrics changes, no, I think. Don't, I think, don't get I, me I think, started on those guys. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> suffering because of that, and I, I mean, I've witnessed it firsthand. You know, going from the first campaign where it was easy to get three thousand people to know and be on board just like that, and now, you know, even spending tons of money to do direct. Uh, special workarounds and reaches that still doesn't even compare. So we're definitely going to need to find some new venues to spread the message of liberty because Facebook uh, is not as strong as it once was and as powerful as it once was. Uh, and it, you know, it did a fantastic job. But uh, you know, probably having to use some sort of digital platform like Liberty.me. Maybe if Google Plus, you know, they decide to revisit that. But there's got to be something that's got to you know move past the Facebook platform because as it gets monetized, um, it's becoming harder to reach out to people to let them know as it once was. Yeah, definitely. And I think Facebook recently even um, made their kind of sharing for, for pages a little even even more stringent where they basically want you to pay. I mean, to, to, to uh, right. and hey, that, that's fine. That's all well and good. They can, uh, they can monetize any way they need to. But uh, Jamie, once again, plug your comic. Tell everybody all the various ways they can find the Voluntarius comic, connect with you, and just learn more about what you guys are doing. Fantastic. Yes, the uh, major website is volcomic.com. That's V's and Victory O L C O M I C.com, volcomic.com. That's where you can see all the latest updates as far as the comic series is concerned. You're able to see a link to our shop there. There's free comic downloads because whenever we finish up our campaigns, after everybody gets their perks, uh, we put up the comic books there, digital format to download for free. So go ahead, check it out, share it with whoever you'd like. Um, it's there for you to enjoy. You can also keep up with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash volcomics. 
That's with the S at the end, V-O-L-C-O-M-I-C with an S at the end. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Voluntarius. So we post some videos there, especially our campaign videos. So plenty of ways to connect and some exciting stuff coming out, especially with the latest comic coming out, Voluntarius versus the TSA. And look out for our new 3D printed action figures, which are you know really cool because, hey, I love 3D printing. And I think 3D printing is a, a major libertarian benefit here, right? So definitely check that out soon. Absolutely. I, I personally look forward to that TSA edition because I, I've had my own run-ins with the TSA, and I'm, I'm not really a fan. So I'm excited to see the voluntarists take them on, personally. Uh, Jamie, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed talking to you. And, and I'm, again, I'm just so glad there are people like you out there that are, you know, as they're discovering a new philosophy, a new you know, a political philosophy, a new way of looking at our interactions with fellow man, that you know, people like you are just combining their other interests, whatever they may be, whether it's filmmaking, whether it's comic books, whether it's podcasting, like I'm doing, uh, there are just so many ways we can we can reach people, and it's important that we that people out there use you know connect with their own passions and use that to communicate with other people. And you're certainly a fine example of someone who's doing that. So I, I do wish you the best of luck in the future with uh, Voluntarist Comics, and hopefully, lots uh, of my podcast listeners out here will uh, we can kind of skip over this whole Facebook thing and get more people learning about this stuff. So best of luck, and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Take care, Jamie. Have a good one. We'll be back after a little break. Hey, guys. Mark Clare here, LionsofLiberty.com, where we strive to advance the ideas of liberty daily. We bring you the Morning Roar. That's right. Every Monday to Friday, we'll have a brand new edition of the Morning Roar, where we provide a roundup of some news stories that you may not find in the mainstream media or even in your typical social media news feed. We find stories that relate to the ideas of liberty and provide you with our liberty perspective on them. We wrap it all up every Friday with Felony Friday, where our own John Odermatt goes out and takes a look at some sort of felony. There's felonies committed every day, you know, whether it's a felony committed by the police, a politician, or even an average citizen. You can find all of this and so much more over at LionsofLiberty.com, advancing the ideas of liberty daily. This is Glenn Jacobs, and you're listening to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Mr. Jamie Sherman, and I truly hope you will go and check out Voluntarious Comics, especially some of you that haven't read comics before or might have rejected this medium because, hey, it's for kids, right? Well, yeah, sure, kids love comics too, but... You know, the comic book medium is a very dynamic medium. It's one where a lot of different stories can be told. And now Jamie happens to be using his passion for comics to tell the story of volunteerism in a sort of a more direct way, pacing it on out there and and using this character of Jack Lloyd to express his his sort of political vision. I I think that's absolutely fantastic. Anytime you can combine some of your passions and help express your beliefs in the world, it's a great thing. I mean, that's what I get. That's what I love about doing this podcast. I get to combine all sorts of different interests I have. I get to, you know, take my love of comics and of the graphic novel medium and talk to Jamie Sherman. I get to have pro wrestlers on like Glenn Kane Jacobs, RJ Brewer. Be sure to check out the archive, lionsofliberty.com slash podcast to see my interviews with these guys. And as always, I encourage you guys to pursue your passions, find creative ways to merge them, to express your views, to express what you're thinking. You can express your views to us by joining us on our social media, facebook.com slash lionsofliberty. And if you are on Facebook, I understand if you're not. There's a lot of good reasons not to be on Facebook, but we're on there now. It's a way that we use to communicate with people, and we have a new forum. It's literally called the Lions of Liberty Forum over on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook, you want to join the conversation, interact with me, ask questions for our guests, interact with our great contributors, talk about our articles, come on over to the Lions of Liberty Forum if you have any trouble finding that. 
You can hit me up at Mark, M-A-R-C, at lionsofliberty.com, and I will get you in there ASAP. You can also find us on Twitter, at Lions of Liberty. Find us on Google+. There are so many ways to listen to this show. Have I mentioned that before? I think I have, but just in case, find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher Radio. You can hear us at libertytalk.fm every Saturday and Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, as well as throughout the week at the Liberty Radio Network, lrn.fm. And please come on back next week if you like the show, if you enjoy what you're hearing here, because we got another great guest next week. Dr. Keith Smith of the Surgery Center of Oklahoma will be our guest on Tuesday. Really looking forward to talking to him. It's really a, a very free market institution. And get this, they actually post the prices of their surgeries on their website. What about that? Actually knowing the price of what you're going to pay for. What a novel idea in medicine. But it, it's, it's one that we don't really have today. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. And then on Thursday... Yes, that's right. It's coming back. Our oh-so-popular and oh-so-fun segment, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. Well, I will have a few of my friends, my Lions of Liberty cohorts, into the Lions of Liberty studios to talk about whatever we talk about. I don't know. We have no script. We're going to take it wherever it goes. Probably about liberty. Probably about some current events. We're going to do it all over a few adult beverages, so please join us for that big week next week here at Lions of Liberty. And until then, folks, you know what I'm going to ask you at this point. It's just to live long! Oh yeah, and live free! John Dawson.